today's Leading Women episode 150. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Karen Hurt. Karen Hurd is an experienced speaker and writer, a former Fortune 15 executive and CEO of Let's Girl Leaders, an award-winning blog that has grown into a highly interactive international community. She recently published a book, Overcoming an Imperfect Boss, available on Amazon.com. Karen's mission is to challenge leaders to question, experiment, grow, and succeed. Women of the world, Ms. Karen Hurd, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so delighted to be here. We are excited to have you on our show as well, and I'm sure our listeners are excited to hear from you too. So, Karin, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you. And I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them. But these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind that niche? Yes. So I work with companies to help them achieve the breakthrough results by really focusing on building very strong frontline leaders. So there's a lot of companies out there that do you know, work around executive coaching, and I'm really focused on the front line because what I see is the breakdown is often companies have a fantastic strategy. Uh, they've got really well-articulated goals, and for some reason, execution breaks down. And you know, I've got I've 20 years of experience of uh, leading in a you know very large company. I worked for Verizon and then Verizon Wireless, and I've uh, led team large teams in sales, marketing, customer service, and I have seen what makes folks successful at the front line. And I really want to help other companies do that as well. I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved and came into existence. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that as well. Now, what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start a business and made you say, this is my business? Yeah, so for me, it was more of an evolution than a revolution, but there was one moment. So I'll share you with you a little bit of that whole, how the story unfolded. I uh, was um, I was working at, at a large uh, you know I was leading a large team and what I was leading was um, our strategic partnership channel which so I was working with external companies that took Verizon Wireless's calls and I, I had a, a a large number of companies that I was working with so I was going in and out of these organizations seeing how they were functioning and seeing what was working and what was breaking down and looking for similarities and and really helping them to be very successful 
Well, as I was doing that, um, I found that both my internal team and those that I was working with were asking me a lot of the same questions, um, not only about performance and vision and, and how to really get people to execute well and how to create a winning strategy, but also um, they were asking for a lot of career advice. And so I found myself telling this, a lot of these same stories over and over again. And I thought, you might just start writing these down. And once I started writing these down, they, they, they just came pouring out of me. I said, oh, wow, I, I really need to do something with all this. So I started a blog. And so I had two things going on concurrently. I had this blog that was growing and growing. And I was, I was making uh, developing relationships with people all over the world. And it was just wonderful. That was just mushrooming. And then I had this, you know, the work that I was doing and seeing how um, I could be supportive, not only just in my own company, which I had done for 20 years, but with all these other companies and how transferable the skills were. And uh, I started to do some external speaking as well because some doors opened up with, uh, because of the blog and the writing. And I was on stage um, at the International Customer Service Association, and I was watching the eyes of the audience. And it felt so comfortable, and it felt so good. I said, oh, wow, I, this really feels like what I should be doing. And I got off the stage, and the other keynote speaker, who was Shep Hyken, uh, who's a, a very well-renowned speaker, came up to me and said, so when are you leaving Verizon? And I just looked at him because I had not yet made that decision. And then it came to me, like, if it's so clear to me on the inside that I'm feeling like I was doing exactly what I was supposed to do, and it was so clear to somebody who's never met me on the outside that this is what I should be doing, that's when I said, you know, I've got to begin to make plans uh, to turn this into a business. And that's when I got really serious about it. Wow, what a lovely story. I mean, I mean, like what you've said, it kind of evolved with you and people, you notice that people were wanting what you're putting out there. And that's the beauty of, uh, you know, having this idea, putting yourself out there and leveraging the skills that you have uh, um, acquired. And, uh, you know, that must be you know, a great, a great, it must be a great feeling when you know that what you're putting out there, people are already asking for it, already um, wanting it. And oh, that would be like a no brainer to really jump into it and then own it and own it as your business. Love that moment. I love those experiences, love those stories that you've just shared. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners were hooked into listening to that because I myself, wow, wow, what a great moment that mustn't be. Now, your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry, and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they will like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out? Yeah, the vision is that I see is that people, so many people who are leading at the front line are really not maximizing their full potential. Um, and I think with just a little bit of extra effort, uh, if they have a little more development, if the job is structured a little bit better, it's it just with some incremental improvement, they they could really, really blossom and be fantastic leaders, really impact uh, the, the people that they're leading and uh, be much more satisfied with the work they're doing and achieve a lot more success for the business. So the vision that, I have in my mind are the are the people who I have seen evolve like that 
and I and I you know have all these pictures in my my mind of people who have come back to me over the years and say you know that worked what you taught me changed the course of my career and that's really what I, I want this company to be all about to really help people be the very best they can be in those leadership roles Wow, I love that vision that you've just shared. I mean, helping people maximize their full potential and seeing people who evolve to be the best of who they can be and the best leaders that they can be. Well, what a great vision that you have there. And I can totally see that. And the takeaway here for our listeners is that create something, create a vision for yourself and for your business that inspires you, you know, that motivates you on a daily basis. Because and don't be tied up with it because it's going to evolve with you. But the main thing is that have something that inspires you, that encourages you, that that way when those days that you're down or those challenges come along the way, you know that you have a vision for yourself and for your business that you hold on to, that gives you direction, that gives you strength and encouragement. So thank you for sharing that. Now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? I would say the most important one is really building genuine relationships. Um, and that is as, that has been the most interesting and exciting part of this whole journey. I, I know so many people now that I didn't know three years ago. And, uh, you know, it, it's not uncommon for me to begin my, my morning with a, a, a Skype conference with some colleagues that I'm working with in Australia, uh, then move on to the Dominican Republic. So it's not just local people. It's, it's really people all over the world. And what I've found is that you really have to invest by giving as much as you can to everybody who you can, be as helpful as you can, and then that develops trust. And then from trust builds relationships and relationships builds collaboration. And, uh, you know, for me, I, I don't want to just be an entrepreneur out here by myself. It's very, very important for me uh, to have a lot of people that I am working with and a good, strong support network. So I would say the first one is really build trusting relationships. Um, the other is tenacity, and I would say that is just sticking with it. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, I'll have days and things will, one thing, everything will have felt like it was going really good the day before, and then things that I thought were going to work out didn't work out, and to not let that get me down and just to say that's all part of this journey, and just to be tenacious in what I'm, in a, what I'm going for. And then I would say the last for me is really communication. Um, it's very important. I, I communicate through all kinds of social media on a regular basis. I, I leverage the blog. I am very active on Twitter um, and on the other social media outlets, as well as I pick up the phone and have a lot of phone call conversations or a Google, you know, Google Plus Hangouts or Skype conversations. And um, I, I never say no when someone wants to talk. Uh, you know, if they're even a stranger that's reached out through LinkedIn. Um, I've helped a lot of people um, just just to you know get to know them or help to respond to them through work through a situation they they read about on my blog, um, and I just I just know that that kind of communication will pay off in the long run. 
Wow, great personal traits or qualities there that you've just shared. I mean, this building trusting or genuine relationship and having that tenacity and having that, and communication. I mean, huge um, takeaways there for our listeners. And the good news is that all of these traits that Karin just shared us can be cultivated. We can adopt them into our business and or in our in life in general. So learn from what Karin just shared with us with those personality traits. We can all use some of use. Those that uh, uh, Karen just shared with us. All right, now, Karen, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Yeah, so I would say there's a couple things. Now, keep in mind that this I'm fairly new in this whole journey, right? So I'm st- I don't claim to be the ultimate expert at overcoming all these challenges. A lot of these are current challenges that I'm facing. But the biggest one is moving away from a platform where I'm giving away everything for free, um, giving away, you know, giving away advice, giving away writing. Um, all of that to now turning that into a viable business. And uh, so that's part of it is to know what should I continue to give away and where should I then begin to, um, you know, to monetize. So that's the first thing. And then the second is really uh, building the relationships and getting in and uh, working to gain credibility within the companies that I'd like to work with. They Most of the folks that I'm talking with I have very trusting relationships through other contexts, uh, but they don't know necessarily know me as an outside consultant. So it's how do I transfer the knowledge of leading in an internal environment for so many years to now letting me become the external expert and really uh, convincing folks to bet on me. So one of the main things that I'm doing is um, – sort of putting where my money where my mouth is. So instead of saying, um, okay, I charge X number of dollars per day, um, some of the companies that I've been talking with, I'm saying, okay, here's the deal. Uh, we're we're going to try something, you know, and I work through what it is that we want to try. And you just pay my travel expenses and you don't pay me anything else unless we achieve some set of results that we agree on together. And if we do, then that, so we write the contract that way. And so they've really got nothing to lose. Um, and, uh, you know, I get paid if they, if they get results. And if they get results, it will be worth the money. And I don't see too many consultants doing it that way, but uh, I am finding that that is a really good way to get my foot in the door and to prove what I can do. And in a way, it's it's betting on me because if I'm not going to get results for these companies, then I'm not doing a good job anyway. So I know we will achieve them. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, now I can hear you. It was a drop there, but uh, the good thing is that we can edit this. I can edit that pause. Okay. All right, so do you... Do you want to continue with that one or shall I, so I can cut? I don't know how much you heard. Um, 
did you hear how I was doing the you know doing the work with with betting on for free you know for free that kind of thing? That one was the last one I heard. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I think that's good for that. Okay, all right. So then then we can cut from from that one and then from here on. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go with the next next question. So that way we can cut from there. All right, uh, Karin, let's uh, switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationship, and your business? Yeah, so this has been a bit of the biggest surprise to me because I was coming from such a high-stress environment which involved just really, really extensive travel um, all over the United States on a, on a weekly basis. So I thought, well, surely the work-life balance will be better now, <laughs> right? And uh, it, it's just, it's not better or worse, it's just different because, as you say, it's very difficult to turn it off and on. Um, there's always more to do. Um, I, you know, my main office is out of my home, so there is, it's always there calling to me, and I always feel like I've never gotten enough done. And so that part has been, it's been difficult to balance. Um, what I'm finding is that I'm having to be very specific about some of the outside things that I must do and making appointments for them just like I would for uh, working with a client. So exercise is very important to me. So I've become, uh, I, for the first couple weeks, I was finding I was not exercising. I thought this is not good uh, at all. Uh, so I really needed to be very deliberate about that. Um, getting back and you know doing the yoga and the kickboxing and all of the things that I know make me more effective as a human being and as a and as an entrepreneur and, and as a mom. Um, from a and the same thing with my children. I have uh, I have an eight year old and I have a nineteen year old. Um, and one thing that I have found that has been really nice is they are both extremely interested in the business. So I've given them each roles uh, in the business, and uh, they, uh, for example, my son is a freshman in college, and he just came home from college, so he's working as an intern for me this summer and helping with me with some of my social media platform and, and that kind of thing, and it's been really fun to see how creative he can be, and, and he's coming up with some ideas that I hadn't thought of, so that's one way. And um, my little one is very interested in leadership. Um, so one of the things I'm doing, uh, partnering with a woman in Australia, we're writing a children's book on leadership. And uh, it's, you know, it's a picture, picture book, but it's got a, a meaning and a message and all of that too. And so I use him as my consultant on that. And so he's involved in shaping the story. And uh, that's been a lot of fun as well. Well, that, that's the bottom line here to really be de being deliberate in, in your time, you know, what it is that you want to use your, your time with. And you know what, do we, we all have 24 hours in a day, but it's how we use them, how we use this 24 hours um, to not only for, to build our business, but also to spend time with those that are important in our lives. I mean, we have family, we have ourselves to take care of, which is I really love what you've shared about your, uh, your routines and what you do for yourself, for your health, that you make time to exercise you make time for your yoga and I'm being a nurse myself you know this is really a big 
thing for me because I have seen so many and uh, they're suffering and so it's really important for us to take care of ourselves because if we don't have our health we won't be able to build this business that we're passionate about doing so make time the bottom line for our listeners is to really make time for those that are important to you your business your family yourself make time for those and like what uh, Karen just shared deliberately schedule them deliberately put them on, uh, on your appointment schedule like that because I structure my date so that I know exactly what I do the moment I wake up to the time I wake, I go to bed. So it's sometimes we really have to make those sacrifices as needed. So love those tips that you've just shared. So thank you for sharing those. Now, let's talk about success and what success means to you. You know, your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And where that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? So one of the things I really believe in is that I'm only successful if I am making the impact that I want to have on the other people, you know, the people that I'm working to help. And so success for me is watching the success of others and uh, having them feel really energized and excited about their personal growth as leaders. So that's, that's the number one thing. Uh, then and the other is I, I really am looking forward to uh, being you know a a go to expert and to continue to to grow in that arena. It's it's become fun for me when um, people beyond my blog now are asking for you know asking for advice. So you know I'll, some of the major media outlets or that kind of thing. That's to me feels good because it it means that I must be saying something that's helpful to people if more people are asking for my input. Um, and then I have some you know specific goals in mind. Uh, you know that they're helping me to measure whether I'm continuing to grow. Uh, so one is I really I've written one book, but I really would like to to publish. This is a little book, a smaller book, but I'm re- re- really ready to publish a full length book. So I'm working on that. And, uh, you know, just I'd like to see the success of that and get that into as many hands as possible to help, you know, help people to continue on their their leadership journeys. I love your perspective and your definition of success. You know, success is really seeing success in others. You know, when you know that what you're putting out there or the value you're providing in the world is impacting people's lives. And that's the essence of success to me as well. I love that. And for our listeners out there, ask yourself one morning what success means to you. And you'll be surprised with what the answer is going to be because more often it's not going to be those dollar signs. And of course, we are in the business of financial metrics are important. But at the end of the day, what really fulfills us or what really feels good is that knowing what we are putting out there is making a difference in other people's lives. I love that perspective you just shared. All right, Karin, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. 
What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? I would say for me, and I, I know everyone doesn't do this, but for me, what was very important for my own peace of mind was establishing a first firm financial uh, foundation before I, I left. So uh, we did a lot of things to really prepare to make sure that this would feel comfortable. We, we paid off our house, we paid off our cars. And so, because we were used to my paycheck being the primary paycheck and that was, it would feel very scary. So I would say that's my first piece of advice because then you don't feel desperate and then you don't say yes to things that are not in a line. You don't get work, do work just for the sake of getting work. You can take time uh, to, to really focus on what your mission is. You can take, in my case, I need to take some time to do the writing that I need to build my platform. And some of that is not paid for time. And I, I would say that is, I feel much more comfortable knowing that uh, we've got money in the bank while that's happening. So to the extent possible, and I, I know Seth Godin writes a lot about this and, and a lot of other folks, just do what, what you can to, to be ready to take that leap so that you don't start in a panicking mode because it's stressful enough. Um, I would say the, uh, another piece of advice is to, you know, you want to be tenacious, but you also need to be a little bit patient. It's not going to happen overnight. I remember when I first started the blog and, you know, the only person commenting was one guy who I, who just for some reason came out, fell out of the air and, and my dad, right? And then I'm like, why? How do all these other bloggers have all this large community? And it was so frustrating. And I think it would be easy to quit during those times. Um, and I think a lot of people do. And I would say it will come. If you continue to do the work and you are investing in a community and building a tribe, if that's the kind of business that you're in, and you are genuine about helping other people, the, the people will show up. It just, it just takes some time. And then I would say the other is is getting a grip on the work work balance uh, situation. That that part was like I said was a little more surprising to me how how difficult that was. You would think it would be a lot easier, um, especially if you're working from home and that kind of thing. But because you're so passionate, it's easy to get carried away. Great takeaways there with what you've just shared. I love those tips that you've just uh, shared with us. And let me just reiterate that one for our listeners. So the first one is to establish a firm financial foundation. And I re I'm really big on this. So for our listeners out there, if you have a job uh, yet still or a nine to five job, for example, keep the one and build the business on the side because you know what? Having that financial cushion is really important. There are going to be expenditures, expenses. You're going to be incurring building a business. And knowing that you have that safety net, knowing that you have the security, um, it's really going to help you um, take that stress, a lot of stress away from from uh, from it. So I'm really huge on having that financial uh, foundation, financial uh, uh, cushion that, that Karen just shared with us. And the second one is to be tenacious as well as be patient. You know, building a business takes time, takes some sacrifices. It takes up 
some of your energy, a lot of your energy and your effort. So be patient and be tenacious about that. And the last one is to really get a grip on, on this work-life balance that we say, okay, maybe it's, it's really different from person to person. Maybe whatever that kind of lifestyle you have at the moment, really make time for those that are important to you. So we have the business, but then we also have our family. We also have ourselves to take care of. So really make time for those that are important to you. Love those tips, uh, Karen. So thank you for sharing those. Now, what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with? Well, I would say the first is is the blog. I really believe that that has been the foundation for me, um, you know, really building a, a, a tribe of people who not only connect with me, but are connecting with one another and feel like they're part of something that we're creating together. So that's the first. And then the one that surprised me, which I did not think I would like at all, was Twitter. Um, I thought Twitter was silly because it was just, uh, you know, 140 characters. And I, I really had no intention to get involved with that. And I resisted it for a long time. And what I have found is that some of the most amazing relationships that have, have developed into very, very deep relationships of, and people I'm collaborating with from a business perspective are people that I've met on Twitter. So um, if you're resisting it, don't. <laughs> that would be big advice. Uh, you know, I've, I've got a lot of Twitter followers now, and, and some of those are casual relationships, but, but a number of them um, have really turned into something amazing. Yeah, it's a great resource. I mean, if you know how to leverage social media, especially Twitter, oh, we can really do great in our business as well. So thank you for sharing those. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Well, the, the one of the books that I've read recently, which I really like, is called uh, The Multiplier Effect by Liz Wiseman. And that's, that's good for anyone who's doing uh, work in the leadership space or is an entrepreneur that plans to have other people working for them. Uh, because it's the whole idea behind it is that, you know, your brain, you know, if you're just telling people what to do, um, then you are you have a very singular opportunity to achieve results. But if you are the kind of person that really multiplies other people's intelligence and there's very specific ways to do that in the book, then you have a multiplier effect in terms of results that you would achieve. And I think particularly entrepreneurs who are you know, leading maybe smaller organizations as they're starting up, they need to make sure they have every bit of everyone who's working with them's heart and mind uh, focused on, you know, the business at hand. And this offers some very specific and good ways to do that. All right. So that's uh, the multiplier effect by Liz Weissman. I'm going to have that one on our resources as well. So thank you for sharing that. Now, Karin, last but not least, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone you admire and look up to. 
Well, I certainly admire Eleanor Roosevelt. I would say that, you know, if you look at the past, just because she was it's just so groundbreaking for women and, and, and really doing things way beyond the role that she was given, I think that was just very transformative. So I would say that is that is a woman that I really, really admire. Yes, and she has great quotes, uh, life quotes and business quotes that we can all learn from like it. Now, uh, Karin, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or service and where they can get it, and then we'll end from there. Okay, so yeah, so you can find my website is letsgrowleaders.com or follow me on Twitter at, at Let's Grow Leaders um, and also Facebook around that. So I'm, I'm easy to find on, you know, you can Google me and find me pretty easily in any of those arenas. And the benefit that they would get is really working with me in terms of really maximizing their leadership potential. And to do that in a variety of ways, you know, they can buy my book and they can see that. Uh, they can follow my blog, which has a lot of, we talk about as a community, a lot of different topics. Um, I'm actually working with a woman now to translate that into Spanish, which will be exciting. So if you have listeners that... Uh, uh, are interested or know people in that arena as well. So, um, but yes, to really help, if you're looking for someone to help you transform your, your leadership, that's uh, what I do. Right. And that's the link is letsgrowleaders.com. And uh, from there, you can link to her um, social media sites or her Twitter handle at Let's Grow Leaders. And for our listeners out there, I highly recommend that you check the website, her website at letsgrowleaders.com and also to pick her book, pick up her book, Overcoming the Imperfect Boss, especially if you are in the leadership arena or if you are working in a company that you're building, you have a team, it's really a great resource for, uh, out there. So that book is Overcoming the Imperfect Boss and you can get those, uh, you can link the one on our Amazon or on her website, letsgrowleaders.com. And by the way, for our, our listeners out there, all of these uh, fantastic resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Karin Hurt, or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find for you. So Karin, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiration story, your expertise for being a role model to many and for being such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much and to you um, much success as well and to your listeners. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. inspired and empowered to make it happen then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iphone apps that these high achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download and we'll see you on the next episode of today's leading women with marie grace berg